Hey guys, uh, Adrian here. Welcome back to another episode of the Sound of Crowd podcast. Uh, um, this is the show where we chat with uh, colourful creatives and entrepreneurs from our Ghanaian heritage or interest, promoting global Ghanaian excellence to the world. Um, as you guys already know, um, we're out here doing season three. We're back in Ghana um, doing season three. We're back in the location where we actually started the, the podcast back in January 2020. Um, so yeah, back in airport residential where we started literally, and it is great. It's a great feeling to be back here to finish the the, the season. I've got Kingsley Amplefour in the studio. How are you doing, Kingsley? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for um, coming on the show. And I think Kingsley had no other option but to come on the show because <laughs> he's also my neighbour. So we had to bring him on the show. Uh, don't worry, we won't show you your address, so that's fine. We won't tell everybody where you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Kings the Amplifor is an award-winning artist. Um, he's also received uh, nominations um, from uh, Vodafone Ghana Music Awards. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. He's also an accomplished um, vocal um, tutor, mm. and he's um, he has quite a back... Uh, a back. What, what do they call it? A backlog mm. or a backlist or a back, library? A library of... of yeah, a library of, a library. of, of recordings like, yeah. and, and features of various songs um, from the from the gospel industry. Um, you have to hear his voice. Um, he absolutely absolutely kills it. Um, your latest single is God, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. Is that so? Your latest single? It's actually my first and your only, first and only like, personal song. <laughs> but then like, I've been featured on other songs, like with <laughs> other artists. But then I yeah. like that's the only thing I've released personally. Okay, yeah. Currently working on more, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're waiting for an album, man. I think it's uh, you know, long overdue. It's long overdue. Yeah, it's long, long overdue. overdue. Yeah, but yeah, Kingsley. Um, he's got a fantastic, fantastic voice. Um, he also actually um, you perform at the president's. Yeah, I, I, the current president. Um, yeah. um I performed at his inaugural dinner. Mm. Actually, it was a very prestigious event. With I think there were about four presidents in attendance. Yeah, and a whole bunch of ambassadors from yeah. all over the world. It was very interesting. Okay, yeah. did did they get you? Um, did they get you into their the entourage cars? So you know, <laughs> <laughs> the twenty the twenty entourage oh, cars man. that come down the, the I street. wish it was that prestigious for me. I mean, it was fine. But <laughs> I actually sang with um um the Archbishop's daughter. I sang oh, with um um. Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams' daughter. Ah, uh, we did um, the prayer. Okay. Yeah, by Donnie McClurkin and um, Yolanda Adams. It was very interesting. Okay, I didn't time. know his daughter was a singer. Yeah, she sings as well. Okay. She does more choral music, but I mean, it was great. Yeah, uh, to what? mix the two subgenres, it was it was interesting. Yeah. Nice, nice um gospel fusion right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Hey guys, this is Adrian with a quick message from our brand new sponsors, Ice Cream and Tea. So, are you a foodie in the UK that finds dessert options on food delivery apps a little bit basic and uninspiring? Well, you need to get yourself some ice cream and ting ice cream and indulge yourself today. They make small batch ice cream tubs with flavors that are rich and inspired by the African continent and the Caribbean. So, what are you waiting for? Get some luxury ice cream ordered straight to your door by heading over to icecreamandteam.com and enjoy this experience like I am today. Thank you very much. Now, back to the episode. So, I'm, glad, I'm sure you guys are going to learn more about uh, Kingsley as we, as we go on through the, uh, through the episode. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about some of these like awards and these nominations that you've picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about um, Vodafone Ghana um, music. Yeah. So when was so, that? Huh, that was um, earlier this year. Actually, mm. it was 
Very unexpected because if usually what happens is you release the music, then you apply to um, Vodafone VGMA for short. You apply to the VGMA board and then the board deliberates and then some categories, you know, they go through a voting process where the public votes and yeah. then some categories are decided by um, the board and the academy. The academy being people in the media and people, stakeholders basically in okay. the media space and music space. Okay. Uh -huh. So my category was um, best male vocal performance, okay. which is a category that is decided by the board and the academy. Okay. So there was no voting or anything like that. Uh -huh. so, so I actually just, so I, just professionals like that, like. Yeah, okay, basically just you. professionals. Yeah, and, that, that. Uh, and are they from like? Do they have like a background, like a musical? Mm -hmm. background Most of well? them have musical, musical production background, wow. or some kind of media background, mm. or something. Aha. Uh -huh. So, mm. or they've worked with companies like Charter House and yeah. you know production houses like that. So, mm -hmm. that's basically what comprises the board and the academy. And the academy basically also comprises of like. Um, radio personalities, TV personalities, and all sorts of people. Anybody that has a stake in the industry wow. is basically um, part of the academy. So that those are the people that actually decided on who the winner was. I didn't win though, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I was... It's still I great was, to have a yeah, nomination. Yeah, right? it was very great to be nominated because I didn't actually submit my song. Somebody who I still don't know submitted my song for me. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Secret admirer. Exactly. If and you're then, watching, he's right here. Thank okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the thing just came up and I see my face and I see my name I'm like no this isn't real like what's going on like how did this happen right yeah. and then I start asking my friends did you submit the song did you submit the song and everybody's like no we didn't submit the songs and in my head I'm like how did this happen you know <laughs> it was it was a very you know elating experience though I was very happy when I saw it yeah, I was very excited wow man congratulations it's a big deal thank you yeah, thank you I, so I mean, much I saw your photos on, on stuff on Instagram yeah, yeah. It, was, it was such a great experience yeah. And were there any notable names or acts that were also nominated or won awards oh, at the show? So, um, I think, uh, let me mention the people that were in my category. Okay. So, I was nominated along with Joe Metal. Yeah. I was nominated along with Kidi. Okay. I was nominated along wow. with, um, who else was on there? Aquaba was on there. Mm -hmm. um, then my friend Che Mensa too was on there. Che yeah, Mensa. Yeah. So Shout out to Che Mensa, yeah, man. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening or watching... Big respect, man. Hmm. I'm a fan of him. Amazing, amazing artist. Amazing mm. guitar player, amazing yeah. singer. Yeah. Yes. I've known him for many, many years. Yeah. yeah. He's also doing very well in the gospel space here. Yeah. 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 So. Every, everywhere I go with this guy, like, I'm just surrounded by so much talent. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, he will go somewhere and all of his friends are like either musicians or they're um, artists or they're dancers or I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> like, they, they're just talented people. And mm. uh, I guess, um, I guess the more time you spend with, people like that mm. the more you may even um be inspired mm -hmm. to kind of like take your own time, right take your own voice right. to the next level yeah do, do you think that's the case i think that that's the case because a lot of my friends that i have like you're saying have mm. rubbed off on me mm. in the sense that my artistry has grown just because i've, I've associated myself with some of these people i know yeah. someone like chimensa for example yeah um, I've rubbed up on him and then he's rubbed off on me as well. Wow. So like our artistry is a little similar in some respects, but yeah. then it's also very different because we're two different people. Yeah. So I think that your associations really affect the way you shine as an artist or as yeah. a, a creative, like you said. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's very important to have very good um very good influences yeah even people who are like very close to you like your friends it's mm. very interesting and very important to have friends that actually influence your 
artistry. So yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's definitely a tip you probably give to to artists and creatives. I do. To, to be surrounded with you know other artists mm-hmm. and creatives mm-hmm. who are probably in your space, could be even doing better than you. Definitely, and that will push you out of your comfort zone to get even better. Because ideally, you should you should have a like a, a mentor or somebody who's much better than you that you mm-hmm. actually emulate or somebody that you listen to or like. Okay, yeah. I love this guy's music and. Like I, I imbibe or I listen to it as if it's like a course I'm studying or something. <laughs> yeah. So most people have that, like yeah. like somebody, maybe a group of five artists or four artists that they actually listen to religiously. So yeah, Absolutely. it's very important. Absolutely. And one thing about these award shows that I wanted to ask you is that when you get to attend these award shows and obviously you're nominated alongside, you know, Joe Metals, mm-hmm. Kitty, these are mm-hmm. like re- these are like internationally known right. like recording artists, yeah. you know, gospel, not non-gospel, whatever. Yeah. Do you get to network with them and speak to them after? Well, How much time do you get to do that? Or was there an opportunity? There is an opportunity, but it's not a lot of time. Because, okay. I mean, sometimes they're moving in between award like award yeah. shows or they're moving yeah. in between events. Yeah. So you see them on the red carpet, okay. you have a chance to say hi, they say yeah. hi back. Okay. You get inside, everybody's at their designated... Because of COVID, everybody's COVID. at their <sighs> designated seats. COVID, and COVID I, I don't think COVID <laughs> hasn't come up in... I don't think there hasn't everywhere. been one time where COVID hasn't come up in my episode. So right. since I started the show, yeah. uh, well, I mean, since after mm-hmm. March 2020, mm-hmm. when COVID really started to outbreak, yeah. so so that's a shame. Yeah. So you think if it there wasn't COVID, you probably would have had a bit more opportunity. Yeah, there would be people. more opportunity yeah. to mingle. I mean, yeah. inside the event, there would be more opportunity to talk to people, and you know. But at mm. this point, everybody's sitting down, like in your masks, yeah, and they're sitting down with a, a seat with their name written on it, and they're spaced from the next person, and it's like a, a whole thing. You know, so there's not a lot of time to really interact and really network. Yeah. Even though you see them on the red carpet, I think that's really the only time that you can just, oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh, nice. Mm. And then, so that's, <laughs> that's basically it. But then after that, I mean, there's yeah. no time. Because no afterwards, time. everyone is rushing off because there'll be lots of traffic and yeah. so on. Oh, yes. of course. You have exactly. to remember that we're in Accra, you know, <laughs> the land of traffic. I, I mean, know. Lagos is worse. Well, mm. Yeah, still traffic. Yeah. Still traffic, right. Okay. Uh, was there anyone in a, at a war show that you wanted to kind of like, meet or catch up with hmm. i i actually would have liked liked to meet actually did meet but then couldn't catch up or couldn't okay. like um really talk to or network actually met cena so at okay. the um events mm-hmm. very good singer mm-hmm. amazing music yeah who i listen to once in a while <laughs> <laughs> even though she's not a gospel singer but i listen to her once in a while she has a really nice voice yeah okay and i've always been very intrigued by the voice as an instrument so yeah, it is an instrument at the end of yeah, the day, right? it is. Okay, and I think it's a good segue. I mean, let's talk mm. about, because um, you're also a vocal coach, right. which is great. I mean, what can't you do? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so in terms of vocal vocal um, training mm-hmm. or, or being a vocal tutor, how did you make the transition? Because hmm. I know you've been doing it for quite some time, right. but I just I just really can't pinpoint in my mind like, when, when I actually, you actually started. Right. You know, I mean, you just randomly just started doing it. Yeah. yeah. So, like... I would have to start from a point and then yeah. get into it. So, yeah. like, I we don't have I, all day, but yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I started singing a long, long, long time ago. I've been yeah. singing professionally for about ten years or okay. eleven years, even. Yeah. And I think at some point, um, my interest went beyond um everything else that's happening in the music to the voice itself as an instrument and uh, how it ticks you. and why does this person sound this way and why does that person sound that way and yeah. what is this person doing to sound this way and so what the is science that person behind it. exactly so yeah. the science behind it it went beyond just hearing oh that's beautiful so like why is it beautiful <laughs> you get it so then <laughs> i started really listening to voices yeah. more than music okay if that makes that sense, makes sense yeah. yeah so i started really listening to voices and then it got me further intrigued and I started listening mm. to coaches um, yeah. 
so many coaches like Ken Tamplin and so on, so many of them on YouTube. And I yeah. started really gathering information on how the voice works and what makes it tick. And then, I mean, people have, once you can sing, people are like, oh, can you teach me this thing? Can you, it always happens. So like one day somebody said, can you teach me this thing? I'm like, yes, I can teach you this thing. So like, <laughs> let's set up a meeting and then see what happens. So then I set up a meeting with the person and then I realized that I kind of do know what <laughs> I'm about in this regard. So it's something I can actually take up and make money from. So Not it's bad. something I started doing. Yeah. So, so your curiosity took you, you know, mm-hmm. to, to the extent of mm-hmm. sitting down with a vocal coach yeah. and just question um, Right. Um, being mentored in, in, in a yeah. sense. And I have a couple of friends too who have um, our coaches as well. Mm-hmm. And we sit down and really brainstorm a lot of the time. Okay. And I've judged on a few audition um, panels. Uh, yeah. And I sit down with other vocal coaches and we think, oh, why does this person's voice work this way? And yeah. this is what you can work on and advice. Yeah. And I realize that I'm gathering more knowledge in that regard and it's really helping me and yeah. I'm going forward. So, yeah. Nice, yeah. I think I do remember in the past watching some of the national, like, national kind of Ghanaian, like, singing competitions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or talent competitions. Have you mm-hmm. been in? Have you been on any of them? Well, not, not, no. I've, n- I've never, I've no. never been on any of these shows. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think the the panels that I'm speaking of are like um, closed auditions for like a uh, choir or like okay, a like group that. or not something like, like public not, no not like yeah. public I, I don't think I've ever is that I've something never you'd want is that something you'd like you'd be open to doing oh like, yes why not yeah why not I mean in the in the in the bit to hear more talent and to hear more interesting voices I would do anything basically okay. yeah so so ladies and gentlemen you heard that he'll do anything to hear your voice so please <laughs> I'll give you his number so you can call him so he can hear you wow <laughs> I'm playing I know I'm playing mm-hmm. alright yeah so wow okay so so obviously so you're fully fledged vocal coach yeah I mean I've I've taught everyone everyone from um, little girls who are 9, 10 to like people who are in their early 30s wonderful wonderful and do do you still get approached for for lessons yeah even um, when was this yesterday I got approached Mm. for a lesson Um, so I went to do um, I don't know if I can talk about this yet but I went to do something um, like an ad shoot for one of the um, banks in the country nice so we were there and then we were singing at this shoot. And then yeah. one of the guys was sitting in front of me. I was like, oh, he sings too. So he was like one of the bank staff. Yeah. I was like, oh, you sing too? He's like, yeah, but he's looking for a coach. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a coach. And he's like, oh, seriously, you guys sound so good. Okay, go. can you coach me? Look and then, at God. Yeah, so, <laughs> so then that that was like just yesterday. So wow. That, yeah, that was great. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, that's sounds like a, a match made in, in heaven, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the bank, really. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so th- th- there you go. So... You know, so you met someone in the bank who wants, uh, you know, vocal lessons. And, I did. And yeah, and that's more money in the bank for you. So that's it great. It is. So it's yeah. Right. <laughs> My rates are very reasonable. So. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yes, don't worry. Don't worry. We will, we will put your rates in, in the show notes. I'm, okay. I'm playing. But we'll, but we'll obviously people will be able to get in touch with you and inquire. Definitely. Which is the most sensible thing yeah. to do. Yeah. And we won't put your rates out there. You know, they can inquire and find out. You know, they have to be only serious inquiries. Mm-hmm. Only serious inquiries mm-hmm. only, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. That's so that's amazing. And do you like do any like like virtual training? Like, can you do the vo- vocal coaching virtually? Is it because obviously in the topic of of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, people have had to learn right. to do stuff remotely. Mm-hmm. Can you? Is this something that you can do remotely, virtually? Yes, it's very possible to do it virtually or remotely. Mm-hmm. Even though ideally it should be in person, because there are certain things that I'd had to check. Like first thing I would check is your breathing. Yeah, how you're breathing whether you're breathing with the right diaphragm supports, 
or you are um, substituting with your... It's a whole science. Yeah. Yeah. Substituting with your intercostal muscles. Some people breathing like... <laughs> as opposed to... So it's a whole thing, right? So I have to check that and make sure you're doing the right thing because yeah. that would influence whatever. It's like layers. Okay, so if you're doing the right thing, I can build on that and build on that and build on that, basically. Yeah. So that's kind of the way it works. So even though, yes, I can do it virtually and I can show you virtually, it's much easier if I'm like you're sitting right in front of me. Wow. But then I've had to do virtual in a lot of, you know, since COVID. Here it is again. So yeah, since COVID, I've had to do it virtually so many times. But yes, okay. it's ideal if it's in person. But yes, I can do it virtually. Okay, yeah. so okay, so like anything else, it's better in person. Exactly. But, but if it has to be done online, it's possible. Yes, very, very possible. Understood. Yeah, it just takes a lot more explaining, a lot more, you know, me watching, okay, do it, let's see, and then, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, but it's very possible. Got you. So there's a bit more kind of work on like behind yeah. the scenes yeah. to, to make things work. Mm -hmm. okay. And you probably have to do more sessions eventually. So <laughs> that so helps me at the end of the again, day. So. More <laughs> again, more money. Sikha right. Papa. Ah. Huh? <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's very important. Like it's yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're given three lessons as well as vocal lessons. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, let's keep this show going. Right. Um. So um. Yeah. So back to kind of awards and performances. Actually, mm -hmm. um. Speaking of performing, um. Yeah. So you you perform at the presence. Yeah, the presence inaugural dinner. Yeah, it was a very interesting experience. I've performed a lot of churches. I've performed at a lot of open mics. <laughs> I mean, because, anything you any anywhere there's a mic, you're there basically. Yeah, I just mean, like vocal, just like your curiosity of mm -hmm. like, vocal. Mm -hmm. I love it. I actually and, love it. And for me, I think that my sound is more suited to an acoustic space more than like a live, huge, big sound kind of thing. So I find that a lot of the gigs I get are like smaller acoustic spaces, and that's okay with me because I, I love those ones exactly. Yeah. So like that's where my sound fits. Yeah. So like I'm okay. I'm very very okay with that. What's that? Um, what's the YouTube thing called? again is that tiny concert tiny desk tiny desk yes, that's yes, it yeah because i think we watched it the other day, yeah, right? yeah there we go we did there we go yeah, yeah. so th that kind of but that kind of atmosphere yes exactly that kind of vibe yeah. small space small audience very interactive you can actually talk to people people talk back that kind of you know environment or that kind of atmosphere is what i, I thrive in okay yeah okay and what's what's one of the favorite events that you've kind of been that you've kind of featured in or been or hmm. have um put together okay. perform, performed in so like there was this over the, over the years okay there's this event that i perform i've performed at like three times it's okay. called closet worship closet um, worship. yes it's it's organized by a young man called harry ballad okay. very very amazing young man mm. um i think he's studying law mm. and he plays the trumpet as well amazing instrumentalist and he organizes this trumpet or saxophone I think it's a it's a trumpet. Trumpet. Yes. Wow. Okay. It's I don't trumpet. really. I don't see too many trumpet players. Black, it's black trumpet it's players. A, it's a saxophone. Saxophone. Yes. It's ah, a saxophone. Okay. I, I think it's really a, a tennis. Oh, there, there are a few. There, I'm sure there are a few. There it's are just few. not as sexy. You yes. Know, <laughs> than the saxophone. You understand? So, <laughs> right. Yeah. The sax is like a yeah, yeah, it's a bit yeah. More very smooth instrument like jazz. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So like he's a very good um, saxophonist and mm -hmm. a very good very good guy all around. Very humble. Very great. So like he organizes that like every year and he does it like a small studio space. So first time I went there he did like a small studio space second time studio space the third time he did in his living room yeah which was very interesting because like the audience is basically like all around you it's, yeah. it was really fun yeah wow so that's like one of the events that i've really really enjoyed and they had it more of an intimate crowd yes very very intimate crowd mm. i mean the keyboard is just right beside you you can just turn and be like <laughs> you know so it's it was very interesting that's quite interesting so mm. So it's not always um, the hype of performing in mega churches right. and concerts right. and 
president's dinners. Mm-hmm. Even though I've had I've had that experience had those experiences. as well, yes, because I've I've performed last yeah. year. I think I, I performed at um, Stratcom's Praise Jam, which okay. is like a huge event where they um, invite huge artists, basically yeah. like MOG, Joe Metal. I mean, that's where they get to perform. So yeah. I've performed there as well, which was great experience amazing amazing opportunity yeah so yeah. i've but i prefer like i said um the smaller space the more intimate mm. gathering and the atmosphere of like interactive you know um what like me singing and then people actually oh ooh, and that kind of thing i just love that it's more intimate for me and yeah. that's and that's where my sound fits like i said earlier so it's mm, great mm, yeah mm, mm, mm. it makes a lot of sense it does it makes a lot of sense and i think sometimes you know the not performing performing at these big places isn't always you know um you know what it what it's cracked yeah cracked up that's to be. that's the word it's not always what it's cracked out to be sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's just performing at the smaller places which can really hit the spot mm. for you mm. Okay. I mean, and what I've noticed also is that um, a lot of the smaller places, okay, I get blessed when I sing as well, yeah. right? But a lot of the smaller places, I'm able to interact with a lot of the, More the audience, right? Even yeah. afterwards, we can yeah. stand around and chat. And That's it, that yeah. brings me a lot more blessing. That makes know? a lot of sense. It so does. you're able to kind of build relationships more yeah. with like yeah. smaller crowds. Definitely. Big, it makes a lot of sense. And I guess it's the same thing with like going to a church, right? Mm-hmm. When you go into a church and whether it's a huge mega church, whatever like that, um, it's harder to build relationships with right. people and to connect yeah. when you're in the smaller church. Everyone knows everybody. Community. It's more yeah. of a community yeah. feel and you can feel like you can let, connect and mm-hmm. belong to that, mm-hmm. to that um, community. So it does make sense. Yeah. It does make sense, yeah. yeah. So th- you can definitely see the synergies between like, church and performing in different yeah. types of places. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so I mean, when December now, you know, obviously this whole kind of Christmas kind mm-hmm. of season right now, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Ghana, Christmas in Ghana is always popular. You know, people fly in and things like that. Um, what kinds of concerts and performances do we tend to see, like um, during this period? And and is there, are there any that you you're, that you featured in the past? And, okay. and you're you going to be in. I've been to some. Okay. I've seen you like doing rehearsals in churches and things like that. Um, and even obviously, we've been to concerts at right. Labadi Beach Hotel yeah, yeah, and places yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, what are some of like the key kind of like maybe like gospel performances okay. and concerts that take place? So I will talk December? about I will talk about three of them. Okay. Okay. So the first one I'll talk about is the Strike on Praise Jam. Yeah. That happens in December. Mm. Amazing concert. Um, it's organized by the company, which is a very big company that has like a. But the founder is a Christian, so okay. she has like a, a concert every year. Yeah. To like thanks, like the Thanksgiving service. So mm. they do that. Yeah. And it can be a huge event or it can be small. Okay. Last year I think it was a lot smaller because of COVID, COVID. again. Keywords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So because of COVID, she actually had it at like her personal residence. Okay. Yeah, and it was like a smaller event. You know, it was still great though. The second one that I'll talk about is um, Joe Metzl's Christmas concerts. He does it every year. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to go. It's usually very expensive to get in. <laughs> Supply and demand, huh? You know, <laughs> right. You know, but then it's also like a great concert. Um, it's usually smaller than what he would normally organize. Mm. So usually Joe Metzl is like a huge concert, huge venue, yeah. so many people, yeah. um, ticketed, you know, kind of tag kind of thing that's yeah. usually his yeah. mo right because yeah. he's got so many exactly kind of so many fans and fans followers, followers and yeah. stuff yeah but then when it gets to christmas he has like a smaller event more intimate like what we've been talking about yeah. uh, so he has i think he calls it christmas with joe metal which is fun <laughs> which he does on the 25th okay yeah he does it on the 25th, on the 25th. yes okay. on the 25th like on christmas day okay is he doing one this year 
Huh? Is he doing yeah, one he's doing year? one this year on the twenty fifth. Yeah, wow. on the twenty fifth. Okay, are I you gonna go to it? Huh, am I going? I you think yeah, I, I will attend. Okay. I will attend. I think it's uh, one fifty or something to get in or okay. something. One fifty Ghana. Ghana cities. Not no pounds, not dollars. Ghana cities to yeah. get which, in. Which is still obviously uh, maybe for the average Ghana it might be a bit, you know. A bit, yeah. yeah like steep. I said, yeah, it's yeah. a bit steep. But then he has yeah. like our ranges from one fifty um, Ghana cities. Okay, that's uh, the entry level ticket, right? Two hundred. Okay, it's quite there. But then, what can we do? Exactly. If you want to go. I mean, yeah. you're gonna have to pay. So that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, I also talk about um, Christmas with Emoji as okay. well. Emoji is another artist that's doing very well in the gospel space. Yeah. Um. So the cat. Yeah. So the category that I was nominated for, he was also in there, and he okay. won. He uh, actually won. He won. Yeah, so he, 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 won he, he took award. your award home. Yeah, he took my I, award home. He tried to break. break <laughs> so oh well, I'm, I've actually <laughs> known Emoji for a lot of years. Yeah. I've actually worked behind the scenes with Emoji and ah. most. Almost everything emoji, my voice is on there somewhere. <laughs> like, you know. So I've known him for a lot of years. He's an amazing artist, very, very good singer. One of the best we have, actually. Wow. Yeah. Well, from Ghana, right? Yeah, one wow. of the best we have from Ghana. Yeah, yeah. So That's he's stunning. doing very, very well. So he won that award. So he has an event also at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that's also called Christmas with Emoji. Okay. I think that one is um, a little before the 25th. I'm not entirely sure what day. I think. I'm not entirely sure what day, but that's also happening, which is also great. It's also like a smaller, intimate, you know, acu- not necessarily acoustic, but smaller kind of event, more intimate space. Yeah. Okay. So those are the events that I know about that are happening this December. Okay. Yeah. So what do people do if someone's new to, to, to Accra or to Ghana or someone is in the country and they want to go to a, a concert on, they want to go out in um, on Christmas, they don't want to just stay home and eat your love all day. Which one do they go to? Huh? Do they I go to all three? Do they hop between all three? Or why stop? not? I mean, they're on different. They're on different, different days. As well, so, different days. So you can just hop to all three. You hop to all three. If you can make all three, why not? Yeah. <laughs> more music, more fun. So that's yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. So you know the, the gospel industry. Let's 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 talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit. So the Ghana gospel industry, of course, it's been um, it's been more vibrant as the years have gone on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they got you. If it's your, we've talked about your metal. I mean, whatever. What, what, who are the key artists? Okay. So, I mean, so, there's worship, there's praise, there's right. Af- more African. I mean, mm-hmm. what more? What are the subgenres that, that were that you were uh, kind of quite? well? So for here, okay, yeah. in Ghana, we enjoy. How do I even see this? We enjoy a limited number of subgenres yeah. in the sense that a lot of Christian music is worship music yeah. or praise music. Praise music, yeah. And anything else is not as celebrated mm. as the regular worship or praise music. I mean, not to say that's not great, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You know, but anything else is not usually not as celebrated. So you find that most of the artists that are doing very, very well are the ones that are doing like the worship music or the praise music, like Joe Metal and Emoji and Dana Hamilton, who swept so many awards this year. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> like, yeah, I need to check her out. I so many I've awards. Her, yeah, I need to check she her out. She swept awards in Ghana, the US, the UK, and wow. like, it's crazy. She's internationally known. Yeah, she's international. I, I yeah. think she's she's lived in the UK as well for a bit. Okay. Yeah, even though she's originally from Ghana. Ghana yeah. I don't know if she lives here now or she lives there, but I'm not sure. But yeah, okay. yeah she's swept so many awards. She's doing very well. So um, Joe Metal, MOG, Diana Hamilton, um, Ify Grace is also doing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, a worship artist <laughs> as well. I mean, Chimenta is also doing very well, even yeah. though he's more um, alternative. Yeah, more gospel alternative gospel or bluesy yeah. or jazzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I mean, those are the ones that are really making name. 
Yeah, and these ones are more kind of like full time in the industry. Would you say? Yeah, they're yeah. like well, part time kind of thing. No, they're not part time. I would also mention Luigi McLean or Coffee Osu Paper. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all doing well. Um, Enunyam Ekufu also doing well. There are so mm-hmm. many of us that are trying to get into the space, and everybody's doing very well. Everyone's doing so, well, yeah. yeah. And they're getting like international attention as well, which is great. Well. Some of the yeah, some of them are getting like Jometo is getting a lot of. I think he's even yeah, he gets a lot of international yeah, attention. He's yeah, he's almost always in the states now. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, get, he keeps getting going to the states to go uh-huh. perform and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he performs a lot of Ghanaian churches in the states. Wow. So many Ghanaian. Even sure. some of them. I think recently he went on a tour. Okay. In the states with an artist from the UK called okay. Called Out Music. Called Out Music. Yeah. 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 We, we we've heard of them. Great. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he was on tour in the US with Called Out Music and. Yeah, I hear that went very well. Yeah, he actually has like a whole team in the US. Wow. That's, yeah, he has a whole team in the US. I mean, there's a, a keyboardist and producer in the US called Junior. I don't know his full name, but Junior, yeah, who's doing very well. Okay. Who actually like produces for Jumetal over there, like organizes the vocal rehearsals and does everything. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah he's doing very well. And that's amazing. So, like, in terms of like gospel artisting in Ghana, like, what is the goal? What's the typical goal for like the gospel artists in Ghana? Like, do they just want to um, pull out music to make a living, or do they just want to just glorify God, just just to pull out music? And then, if if they happen right. to get attention, yeah. you know, it is it happens, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Or do they want to like be internationally known and you know, go and perform, you know, go and tour around the world and you know get signed to a label? What what what's the typical goal? Like, I mean, you talk to me. I mean, you you've, you've interacted right. with so many right. gospel artists. What's the typical kind of goal? I think the typical goal, because our um, our music is Christ driven and gospel driven. Yeah. I think the typical goal is to get our music heard. Okay. And to let our music reach people and touch people. Yeah. If everything else, everything else that happens happens yeah. by chance, by and chance, it's like yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm popular, I'm famous, people yeah. know me and then like, people see me, see me on the streets and are like, oh hey, I know you, I've seen you on TV and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Those are things that happen outside of me mm. wanting to get my music heard and mm. people being blessed by my music, yeah. you understand? Yeah. So I think that that's more the goal than being famous or you know everybody knowing who I am yeah. or girls screaming every time they see me and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that yeah so yeah. I think that's more the goal yeah because yeah. I think when I guess you just mentioned girls screaming when they, when they, <laughs> you know, I guess when you when you hear stuff like that I mean I guess it's something that you probably don't want the gospel industry to be associated mm. by because obviously it represents idolatry right mm. so um talk to me like about some of the kind of like some of the controversial parts of the industry. So, like, mm. has there been any um, like downsides that you experience mm-hmm. or negative um, connotations that you've come across in the industry? Like, you know, maybe just things going wrong or so this happening or that happening. You know, because obviously, like, there's good and bad parts to like to all industries, yeah, right. to all genres. Right. You know, is there anything that you've experienced yourself or you've seen in the industry that okay, we, we oh, that like that you may think to yourself, okay, we need to be a bit better at yeah. doing this or this needs to be fixed or. I think that what I would say to that is, um, generally in Ghana, right, yeah. the arts are not as appreciated as other parts of the world. Okay. Okay. So if you go to a place and you say, "Oh, I'm a singer," it's not as prestigious as saying, "I'm a doctor." Or I'm a lawyer, or I'm an engineer, yeah, or something. And people grew up usually having their parents wanting them to be doctors, lawyers, engineers. Yeah, like you get my point. So usually, it's not as prestigious, unless of course you are like Kiddy 
or Kwame Eugene mm-hmm. or King Promise, <laughs> right? But then everybody else is like, okay, is that what you do? Do you do anything else? Like, you get my point. So yeah. I, I think that if we could embrace the arts a little more, it would really help because there are so many majorly talented people in this country. Oh, 100%. Yes, who have actually just... are doing nothing with the talent. Yeah. And or they don't have the opportunity to, or, to exploit yes, the or they don't have the opportunity to exploit the time because yeah. there are no structures and avenues. I think yeah. that's also another thing. The structures are lacking. Yeah, and I yeah. think this could. We, I think it's safe to say this could be um, conveyed for other industries as well. Right. Not just music in general. True. For other, for yes. other industries. For other, as yes. Well. Ex- exactly. That I mean the structures may be lacking in the sense of okay i can speak for the the music industry okay so the structures in the sense that um making revenue maybe from streaming platforms or it's a little lacking like uh uh, what is it called like collecting your royalties and Mm -hmm. stuff um who collects the money like who whose job is that basically so i think that at the end of the day you release so many songs and so many so much music is on youtube and stuff and at the end you go for your royalties and it's like uh, is that it a tiny amount of money a very tiny amount of money and then so basically <laughs> artists make money from appearing at shows mm, okay. so you appear at a show yeah you get money That's but it. then at the end of the day you don't get so much royalty um you barely get money from streaming yeah. and stuff like that you get my point uh-huh. yeah. so i think that if the structures are put in place the money is supposed to be where it's supposed to be if my, my song is played on radio is played by this church is played here yeah there's supposed to be money that is gathering Gabbing somewhere together, yeah, exactly to kind of uh-huh. so at the end of the day the artist, yeah. because i know artists um in the west not necessarily here yeah that make millions of dollars oh 100 millions of dollars even gospel exactly even gospel millions of dollars because yeah. i know for a fact that mariah carey makes oh 100 let's not even talk about she mariah makes... carey <laughs> i mean i mean she does some gospel songs but just just on Christmas. Just on Christmas, yeah. She makes 100%. millions of dollars. Oh, she's she's filthy rich. Let's not even exactly. get about. Let's not right. even get to Mariah Carey. <laughs> she's obviously kind of secular as well. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I mean, there's no surprise. There. Right, millions of dollars. But right. even, I mean, I mean, even you can look at the Kurt Franklins and all of those types. They of make artists. a lot of money. So much of money. streaming. Yeah, right, recent, well. recently, and they have. I guess you could you could argue that they have the audiences. So that's why mm-hmm. my question was like, what's the? Go- I mean, obviously, like if if you're a gospel artist and you just want to make money, I mean, obviously there's like a, like a fine line to right, that because right. of the the um the intent of the content. True, um, but yeah, like you know, with Kirk Franklin, people like that, they have the audience. So instant, like, so they would get so much money from mm-hmm. the back of that. Um, but then obviously what they do with their money as well, okay, that's between exactly. them and God. Yeah, right? because it's their money. I mean, yeah, they, they, worked, money. they worked, they worked for it. it. Fair enough. Yeah, everyone's got to eat, you know, right. if you're part of the church or Christian, but at the same time, if you're serving, but at the same time, like, you know, what you do with the money, that's mm-hmm. down to you and God. Because recently I was watching an interview of um, um, Bishop Jason Nelson. He's okay. now a bishop, actually. Yeah. So Jason Nelson, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Nelson was talking about uh, making money off a song he wrote for Marvin Sapp. Okay. Who's also a bishop. So he wrote this song. <laughs> They're all bishops. He, I know. He wrote this song Thirsty yeah. for Marvin Sapp. Oh, he wrote that for Marvin Sapp? Yes, he wrote Wait. Thirsty for Marvin Sapp. Okay. And he, he said he still makes money off it. Like every year he, <laughs> he's making money. Like, you know, and that's crazy because like yeah. here it, it doesn't happen like that. Like if yeah. you're not appearing for shows, you're not going yeah. here, going there, again, you're not making money. Yeah, because like where's the money coming from? That's exactly. The where's the money coming who's from? Who's listening to exactly. it? Who's, you understand? America, I think that's the thing with America. Like, Everybody wants to go there because they have the audience and the money to go along. And also the structure. And the structures as well. 
So everyone, once once you make it in America, that's it. Mm-hmm. Understand? Because they have they have those three pillars mm-hmm. in place. So I think that's something that Ghana needs, right? Um, if there was, you know, like more of a, um, you know, like a support fund, or there was, right. but it does like if there was more structures in place mm-hmm. to make these things happen, then it would be easier to make a living as like go. a musician, right? Okay, yeah. So in terms of like independent artists, like you know, I mean. There's social media now, like mm-hmm. Spotify, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Patreon. You know, there's platforms where right. um, artists can now, or even creatives can now, obviously, um, earn money from their yeah. own, you know, community or from their followers privately. Yeah. You know, even with the midst of all of these platforms, um, is um, is it still tough for um, artists, creatives it, here to, to to make a, to make it earn? Yes. I guess now this is also kind of now. Um, crossing over to not just artists but also creatives mm-hmm. it, you know, has it, it still it, been tough for it's artists still to difficult for artists to make money even off those platforms because you have to ask yourself how many people in Ghana like really use Patreon for it's example true. it's true are exposed to like you know PayPal exactly. Cash App all these different things you, you like you Cash app, there's, there's actually you can't have cash app. It's mobile money. You can't. You yeah, can't. You can't have yeah, PayPal. PayPal. You can't have PayPal. In Ghana, it's just mobile, mobile money. money. Exactly. So it, these platforms, like like exactly. So Patreon, does it does it use like more? Can you can you use mobile money on Patreon? I don't think so. But exactly. you can use like PayPal and you, card, it, credit card. It, but, you, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're like, saying. Yeah. So how many yeah. people actually have? Um, first the knowledge of these platforms that like, okay you can go on and 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 um, have people support your music and stuff on these platforms people don't really and how many people in the country actually patronize like who is saying okay I'm going how many artists do you hear I know I keep <laughs> well that's fine how many artists do you hear like saying okay so go to my Patreon um, so this is yeah. what it is and it doesn't happen yeah, you the, get my point yeah, the, uh-huh. so that's what it is it, again, it, it's it's, again it's missing. the structure right yeah it's the structure and even the stakeholders like people don't glorify YouTube like they always glorify it in the West now there's awareness coming out YouTube everybody's YouTubing now but before I was like okay why am I making videos or why am I putting videos on YouTube before it's like okay I need to get my CD out I need to get to the radio yeah. stations I need to yeah. get to the TV stations, stations yeah you get the point so it's, yeah. it, there's now a transition to like um, the global village, like the internet. Yes. There's now, there's, we're now transitioning into yeah. that. So yeah. it's going to take some time, time for people to really understand that true. this is where the gold mine is now. And it's, it's not in rushing to radio stations. And even though that's still great, because yeah. you're still going to reach a lot of people it's true. It's true. and stuff. But that's not all of the work. Mm. But a lot of the work is on the internet, basically. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's that's what I would say to that. <laughs> and you're right, because we had that conversation the other day, because I told mm-hmm. you I found an event. Um, right. And I told you, <laughs> where do people typically in Ghana go to find an event? Social and media. You mentioned social media. <laughs> I mean, mentioned t- but but oh, you also mentioned TV and radio. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. those are all, apart from social media, TV and radio are still conventional platforms. Yes, that right? work. I mean, I guess it for also, a lot of people. Yeah, so I guess especially the older generation. Yeah, because, yeah the older generation, yeah. right? But then, obviously, in the West, we're more used to like going on event, exactly. right? Going on meetup.com and places like that to so find. Honestly, the these, so these 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 sites you're saying, right? these sites that you mentioned, yeah. I'd never heard of. Heard of them? I'd never heard of but them. But you know, meetup, you know, meetup, you know meetup, Eventbrite. Yeah. I don't know Eventbrite. You don't know Eventbrite. No, I do yeah. not. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll have to have a conversation. So, like, what I'm saying is that yeah. these are not platforms that Ghanaians normally use. or averagely use. Okay. You get my point. Yeah. If I see, I follow. I mean, a lot of artists on 
like um, Instagram and mm. Facebook. So if I say, oh, they're having an event, oh, they put out a poster that, okay, this event is happening on this day. Yeah. And then you go and like, okay, so the details are in the poster. You know that, okay, this is what is happening. And then you go. You're That's not going it. to like a, a, a structured event site that has all the events happening in December or the, it, it, yeah. like it just doesn't happen, it happen like that. Yeah. Right? But I did see a lot of events on going on in December on Eventbrite. Which, which, is, is, great. which is great. Which yeah. is great. Which is great because those that know it will use it, <laughs> use which it, is yeah. great. But then I think widely it's it's not like widely known like that true. yeah true yeah. okay so do you think to help kind of solve this problem of creatives not being and maybe artists mm -hmm. even gospel artists maybe not being um compensated enough for mm. you know the work that they're putting in do you think if we had these platforms from the west like the patreons obviously there's youtube there um, but obviously it still takes a bit of time and even when um, creatives um, who are on YouTube from Africa are using YouTube and they have maybe thousands of subscribers even mm -hmm. then sometimes the ad revenue isn't as much right. because of the, um, the the content that they're right. attributing to YouTube right. so the YouTube won't pay them as much um, do you think if they had like our own version of Patreon you know, you know all these different types of platforms where people can make an earning do you think that would um, help to maybe solve the problem a bit or bridge the gap between... Def it would definitely bridge the gap. Yeah. Because then there will be platforms that we know yeah. that came from us mm -hmm. that we understand that, okay, this is something that we made. Okay, we know we can attribute to one human being. This person made this yeah. and this is making artists money. Mm -hmm. People would subscribe to it because, I mean, everybody likes money. So of course, yeah. <laughs> everybody likes everybody money at the end it. of the day. And, and these things are easy to use and they're, they're accessible in the sense that I don't have to to get somebody who is in America to help me get a PayPal or you yeah. understand. Yeah. They can use mobile money. So I can basically just, you know, there's yeah. some streaming sites that actually now you can use mobile money to just pay. Fantastic. Yeah. Regardless, if you don't have like a Visa card or something, you can just use mobile money to pay. Like mm. um, there's one called Aftown Music. You can use mo you use mobile money to buy music. Oh, nice. You okay. get my point. And so, I, I was starting to see that because I went on... Um, ego tickets right. to, to, to book an event I'm mm. actually going to it tonight actually right. and you know I, so when I saw the option to pay with card or more, mm -hmm. mobile money I was like this is incredible yes because great think using Paystacks technology which is great so I think some of the African startups are now helping to solve that problem exactly and also um, another thing I was going to say is that um, no I think that's it really yeah so I mean if these apps are accessible yeah for people in Ghana in the yeah. sense that I can pay with um, mediums or media that is available to me like yeah. mobile money mobile money then yeah then it's gonna work people, yeah it will work it will work yeah because everybody likes money so <laughs> it will work everybody likes money you get my point yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah and I also went to a store and I paid someone asked me in I think it was Palace Mall mm. in the airport mm. and someone asked me if I wanted to pay you more money and I said no I just pay with cash you mm. understand? so again even in stores you see now, yeah. which, is, which is fantastic yeah. okay um, and speaking of YouTube and you know the whole creative um, community um, mm. and so you've got a YouTube channel right yeah Are I you... have a YouTube channel so I, I, I have um Kingsley Ampafo mm -hmm. on YouTube where I put all my music. I mean, a lot of my covers are there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that, that's, that's it. And I have another channel that I talk about other things. <laughs> I talk about, um, so I have an experience with chronic illness that I, 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 I catalog that on my channel. It's called Chronic Ali or yeah. Chronic Ally, basically. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, so I talk about that Clever as well. Clever playing words. <laughs> I, I noticed that. Yeah, so Chronic Ali, Chronic Ali and then my Kingsley Ampafo, which is mainly for my music. So mm -hmm. that's that's how you can find me on YouTube. Should I go ahead with the others as well? Um, you got more? No, like more. <laughs> no, no, not, not YouTube specifically, like okay. other social media. 
we'll get to that towards okay. the end. Now. That's fine. Okay. So chronically, I know you haven't put something out in a while, but I mean, yeah. it's basically just you documenting your journey mm-hmm. with. I mean, your, your, obviously your, your chronic back pain that you get from yeah. time to time, yeah. and how you how has that journey been going? How people responded to the videos mm-hmm. as well. So I mean, I think let me try and start with like the motives behind it. Okay. So um. In days that I'm like a lot of pain, I try to go on YouTube to find um, other people who are also in a similar situation. And I notice that most of the people I see do not look like me. Most of the people I see are either white or African-American or yeah. from some other country that, yeah. you know, it's not relevant directly to me. Yeah. Yeah. You get my point. I, that I don't personally resonate with, right? Yeah. So then I decided to create a space on YouTube where I can catalog my journey so that people who are in my space and people who look like me can yeah. also resonate Got and you. can also um, feel like they belong and feel like, you know, stuff like that. Chronic illnesses or invisible illnesses and mental health issues are not things that are glorified. It's not, it's not, they're not things that we talk about talk in this about, country, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's another thing. I want to start Very a conversation. Yeah. yeah, I want to start a conversation about these issues yeah. in this country. So that was the motive behind that. And so that's why I started sharing my personal story with mm-hmm. my chronic back um, illness, mm. which is very difficult for me sometimes, very, very difficult, because I'm constantly on painkillers, constantly on so many medications. Sometimes I have to go to the hospital for them to actually inject me with stuff. It's, it's, it's hard, been a hard. whole crazy journey. Yeah. But I've had people respond in the sense that, okay, I'm also going this through. I've had emails, long emails. Wow, really? Of, well, around yeah. the world? Yeah, around, people from people around the world. Your yes. Videos and yes. Pow, pow, exactly. YouTube, I've had emails from the US, from the UK. Yeah. I think I got one from Japan. What? It's very interesting. You know. YouTube, definitely. Yeah, YouTube is, is powerful, very powerful. powerful. You know, of yeah. people who are going through similar stuff. So they'll share their stories. They'll sympathize with you. They'll go through treatments that they've tried. Have you tried this? You know, yeah. and, and it's, it's interesting, you know. That's I've incredible. learned a lot and I've interacted with a lot of people because of it. That's incredible. You know? And has the, have, have those comments encouraged you to kind of keep the YouTube channel going? Definitely. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've yeah. been on a break for a while. Yeah. I'm actually gathering content together, planning mm-hmm. the whole content thing. So I have now I have like a whole um, content trajectory. <laughs> that, so I, you would actually see more stuff very, very soon. Looking yeah, with other people and not just oh, me. Yes, okay, you see so more stuff. Gonna see like a season two or something. Right. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kingsley, um, it's been great having you on the show. Thank you for having me. Of it's course. been great being here. Too. It's been fun. By force. Yeah. You, 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 by force, you have to be here. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so um, there's one question I ask my guests, mm. but I mean, this is it might be a bit different because mm. we're actually in Accra. Okay, when <laughs> I mean, when someone says the word Accra to you, like what thoughts, feelings, vibes come to mind? Huh, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit weird because you're in Accra, yeah. So, um, but, but what does what Accra like when someone says Accra? What, what kind of I think about traffic, first of all, yeah, traffic, <laughs> and I think about <laughs> stress. <laughs> <laughs> Because I find that a lot of professionals, especially people who work in corporate Ghana, yeah. okay, are happy when they're transferred outside of Accra. And when sometimes they're not happy because they feel like, okay, I'm going outside of Accra and things don't happen so often. Outside. But when they yeah. go 
they don't want to come back because it's more peaceful because right? it's so much more peaceful yeah there's so much less traffic, traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and everything is so much cheaper <laughs> at kumasi's getting getting everything though. yeah yeah kumasi's it's getting it because it's you know it's getting more notoriety a lot yeah. of people are moving there are building gentrification is yeah. reaching there in the yeah. sense that i mean yeah so it's things are getting more expensive but in other parts of ghana it will surprise you how much cheaper things are so, you know, yeah. so it's so much easier to live in places like that than here. Yeah, the capital just overprices yeah. everything. Yeah. So I think like about any other capital. Exactly, like any other capital. But you know that you know that rent in Accra is comparable to places in Manhattan. Yeah, I rent think in Accra. Mean, I think we discussed this on, on uh, is Accra expensive mm-hmm. on the it, episode that it's expensive. That I do. So, yeah, <laughs> right? It's expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's really crazy. So when I think about Accra, I think about traffic. I think about stress. <laughs> <laughs> I think about very high cost of living. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome. Where can everyone find you? By okay. the way, um, before we get into that, I just want to let everyone know that for today's episodes, for the show notes, head over to thesoundofacra.com forward slash Kingsley. K-I-N-G-S-L-E-Y. Kingsley. Where can they find you? Kingsley? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Kingsley underscore Ampafour. Mm-hmm. You can find me on, on YouTube, Kingsley Ampafour or Chronically. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at King underscore Unhinged. That's the only one that's different. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the places you can find me. You can find my music on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere that you buy or stream your music. Basically. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, album's coming out soon, yeah? Soon. <laughs> soon. You've, soon. Heard, you've heard it first here. <laughs> Kingsley, thanks for coming on. Thank Fantastic you so much guest. for having me, man. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. All right, guys, until the next one, um, stay tuned, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, if you've been listening on Apple Podcasts, um, find us on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, at The Sound of Accra, and um, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye.